Welcome to Get Your Heart On. I'm Gia Duke. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Get Your Heart On. Hi, it's mid-January almost. I can't even believe it. In fact, it's my dad's birthday today. Happy birthday, dad. So if you guys know Skip, say hi. Happy birthday to my dad. I am finally getting back into the swing of things here. Um, I know all of you are probably kind of starting to feel like, okay, we can start to breathe again. The holidays are over and kind of get back into our groove and our lives and back to the grind. <laughs> Anyways, if you didn't, I know things were slower with everything going on. If you haven't had a chance to listen to my last few episodes, to fill you in, episode six, I shared a kind of a poem with you that I wrote that's also in the beginning of my book called Imagine If, which is more my ideas, beliefs, things like that behind just kind of why I do what I do. Check that out. I played with putting some music to it. So there's sound with that one. And the second, the episode seven, I talked about the real and the hard stuff and about saying goodbye to our dog blaze and three things I am also grateful for at that exact moment. So thank you to everyone who's been listening, who is joining in. Um, who sent New Year's love, Blaze love, lots of support. My family totally feels it. And we're so grateful for you and all of you. And yeah, I'm so happy to be back and slowly kind of coming out of the haze. So I was trying to figure out, I had another plan for the show. And then I just, everything that's been going on in the world, this one jumped to the top of my list. And it's about current events and things that are happening as it pertains to this community. And for me right now, what's on the front of my mind, as and I know a lot of you feel the same way, is that Australia is on fire. Believe it or not, someone's knocking at the door now. Okay, I am back. <laughs> like I said, city living, there's always something happening. I was totally cracking up. I was like, okay, I'm going to record this show. And I kid you not, our power went out. And now that was a knock from a neighbor saying it's going to be out totally shut off for the next couple hours. I have a little bit of juice left in my computer. My mic is still working. So I am going to try and see if I can record. Okay, so I am back. What I wanted to talk about today is, like I said, current events as they relate to our community of getting your heart on and making a difference in the world when big things are happening around us and we're not sure what to do or how to help. And I'm hoping that this episode will give you some ideas and tips and help send you in a direction to guide you if you're like me feeling like, oh my goodness, Australia is on fire. They definitely need our help and I don't know what to do. What can I do? But before we get started, I thought I'd talk about a little bit of the background of what's happening to make sure that we are all on the same page. As many of you are aware, the wildfires that are happening right now are the worst in Australian history, with over 14.5 million acres being burned. So for perspective's sake, I was trying to get a visual on how much land that really was. And the 2018 California fires, there was 2 million acres burned. And the 2019 Amazon fires, they lost 2.2 million acres of land. So compared to the 14.5 million plus that are burning right now in Australia, it is a significant amount of the country that is on fire and being devastated right now. Reports have also said that over 2,500 buildings and homes have been destroyed. 24 people so far, as we know of, have died with so many more missing. While many fires were set and started by humans, it is super important to acknowledge that the conditions have been made 
so much worse by the severe, long existing drought. And then that combined with the strong winds, it just causes the fires to burn and spread so fiercely and so rapidly, which is making it so much harder to put them out. Unfortunately, this drought is also causing starvation and disease and heat stress and forcing animals to less protected areas. Wildlife experts now estimate that more than 1 billion, that's hard to even think about what that number is, of Australians' most unique animals have been killed, including up to 30% of the koala population living in New South Wales. This is so devastating. And this is not to mention the ones that are injured or are now just displaced. So we know they are dying at an alarming rate. It's horrific. And this is also particularly devastating for the country with the highest rate of mammal extinctions on the earth. So as a community of people who care about others, me and you and everybody that's here and listening, we can see these stats and hear these numbers and we see the pictures of the like cutest koalas and the kangaroos and the wallabies and and then the ones where they've passed away and they're burned and and needing help and then we see these massive flames and the intense heat and and all of that and it can feel like there is no end in sight. And although the U.S. has sent more than 100 firefighting personnel over there to help, what do we do? I know it can feel so overwhelming and helpless. And when you see things are happening, you care a lot and you just don't know what to do, especially when you live far away. So my goal with this episode is to help give you some direction and some ideas of what you can do, of what I can do, of what we can do to pitch in no matter how much time or money you have and no matter where you live. So let's get started. I put together six ways that you can help Australia right now. So number one way that you can help is to educate yourself, right? The first thing is to find out what's happening, right? And I always start with local resources and from people I know or trust or support. So I actually have relatives that live in Australia. So I immediately reached out to them and asked them, who are you supporting? Who's making a difference? Um, Where can I go look? And then I also, then once I typically start with more local organizations, I also see then who they partner with, who helps them do their work. Usually a lot of organizations collaborate together. So some, a few that I'm going to mention here, again, these are just my opinion. So please do your own research it as well. But I wanted to give you ideas on where I'm looking and organizations that I'm supporting. The first one is the Australian Red Cross. They help people with immediate assistance. As you know, the Red Crosses do. That's a great place to go for information and to help them help people with first aid, immediate shelter, and recovery after it's all said and done. Like, how do they help the infrastructure and everybody get back on their feet? The Australian Red Cross is a great place to start. The next one is the New South Wales Rural Fire Services. So you can go straight there. I'll link all of this, by the way, in the show notes for you guys to go check out. So you don't need to write anything down. It will all be there for you to click on, to go check out, read, and support them however you can. So the fire service, so you can go there and I'm gonna actually link to their help page. They have a page that says, how can you help? And then they direct you to organizations that are supporting them. Um, that help them as well and how they're helping people. And they also give current updates of what they're doing and the fires as they know it at that time. The third organization I want to highlight is Aussie Arc. So this one I've heard mentioned by my cousin and also by um, other Australians have mentioned this as well. Basically, they are a nonprofit that was started in 2011. They focused on originally, they called themselves the Devil Arc 
because they were their goal was to save the iconic Tasmanian devil from extinction. But since they started, they've had such huge success. They're now working on creating more long-term future for all threatened Australian species. And unfortunately, the numbers are increasing as this fire continues. So they are a great organization to go check out, see what they're doing. Their website is packed full of information. And they also have something connected to them called the Australia Wildfire Fund. And it's been established to assist them with their on-the-ground support that they're doing now. So relocating animals in need, providing veterinary care to those who are suffering. They highlight certain projects that help the koalas. Who else do they have? The um, brushed bush, (laughs) I spelled it wrong, bush, Bush bush-tailed rock wallabies. The hunter river turtles and platypus are some of the animals that they are supporting. So please go check them out. The second thing that you can do to help is to share with your friends, spread the word with your friends and family, let people know who you're supporting and invite them to do the same. You guys, I say this almost on every episode with every cause I talk about. It is so I can't even tell you how much it helps when someone helps you spread the word because it helps you get outside your network. So just by even saying, hey, check out this organization that I'm supporting or I think is doing amazing work, it then goes out to your people and helps them spread their work, helps them bring awareness to their cause, helps them raise money and help all the people and animals that are being affected during this fire. So share, spread the word. The third thing you can do is you can support them. Although this may seem simple or trite, it's not. You can leave comments. You can cheer them on. You can say thank you and let them know that you see the work that they're doing and that other people from all around the world care about what's happening. Support is huge. So cheer them on. The fourth thing you can do is you can donate. You can donate your money and you can donate or and or your time. So with money, again, can't emphasize this enough, every single dollar counts. Yes, even if you just donate one dollar, your dollar paired with a hundred other people's dollars is a hundred dollars, right? It adds up. So whatever you can give helps, matters, and collectively makes a huge impact. Again, go to the organizations that you research and know. I've, again, mentioned the Australian Red Cross, Aussie Ark, another one my husband jumped on right away was a GoFundMe campaign called Adelaide and Hills Koala Rescue. And what they do, the, the money that you give towards them helps cover costs in retrieval, treatment, and short and long-term care of injured koalas that are coming into their area. So this one, they talk about their funds being raised are shared between them and then the SAVEM, which is South Australian Veterinary Emergency Management. So the vets that are there that are helping the koalas on the ground. What I love about them and a lot of other GoFundMe campaigns, they're giving us almost daily updates with photos of what's happening and what they're doing on the ground. So amazing work. There's many GoFundMe campaigns going, doing incredible work to help all the animals. Check them out. You can also, like I said, that's donating money. You can donate your time. So what do I do with my time, especially if I live far away? That one kind of threw me for a second. I was like, came across this article and doing research for this episode. And there's one that says, do you knit? So how cool is this? The Carolina Waterfowl Rescue in Charlotte is looking for anyone who knits or sews to help them donate homemade nests, joey pouches, bat wraps, blankets, 
for possums um, and bird boxes to help the animals that have been injured in the bushfire. So they plan to collect all these and then mail them. They're hoping to have several thousand homemade nests, um, pouches, etc., to send to the animals in Australia. I will link again below how to get those to them. They're also needing sponsors or money to help cover the costs of the supplies and materials, and especially the postage to send it overseas. It can be expensive and can add up. So maybe if you don't knit, you want to help them get their nests and pouches and baskets to Australia, you could help fund them. So I will link their information. And I wanted to share this little note from, I got it from the Charlotte Observer where I found this article that's quoting someone from their organization. It says, hello, crafting warriors. If you're like me, you are seeing the images that are coming out in Australia and they are devastating. It's difficult to be here and be unable to help when so many animals are suffering. The Charlotte Rescue wrote, We were so blessed with all of your efforts during our plea for knitted nests. They did this in the past. Now we see that the animals in Australia are asking for your talents once again. In some small way, it helps us to be able to help contribute. So I just love sharing that personal message from them. I love what they're doing. Thank you, Carolina Waterfowl Rescue in Charlotte. The fifth thing you can do is you can help raise funds or money by creating your own fundraiser. So you can either donate proceeds of a product or a class that you teach, or if you create a campaign, or you could attend one of those classes or buy a product from someone who is doing a fundraiser. Super easy to do. So many amazing, incredible people are out there trying to do what they can to make a difference. I'm going to highlight a few that I've supported or friends of mine are doing just to let you know, to give you some ideas of what you might do, or ones maybe you want to check out to support. One is another GoFundMe campaign created by Paul, who runs Project Open Palm. I'm going to be interviewing him next week. He helps dogs who live on the streets with their um, families. And he has a huge, big-hearted, animal-loving community. So he just, he said his words, my heart just can't with the animal victims in Australia. I have to help somehow. Won't you please help me get something together to help the RSPCA New South Wales? They're on the front lines of helping and saving the animals whose world has just been destroyed by man. Thank you so much. Much love and God bless. Paul. So he's got this campaign going. It's awesome. Check it out. My other friend, Dina, example what she's doing. She's a personal trainer and she's running a class soon, like a workout class. And she's just donating and you pay her for the class. And instead of her taking the proceeds, she's donating them to helping um, an organization doing their work in Australia. And then my last one I wanted to highlight is my friend, Stephanie. Her seven-year-old daughter, Maya, is the cutest thing ever. I'm going to see if I can get permission to share her picture on my website with you. But she likes to draw, and she has these cutest drawings of foxes. And she's selling them for a dollar with a maximum of 20. So they're already all sold out. But I love this idea. She was trying to talk with her parents. They were trying to, sounds like, help her find a way to give back. So she said, hey, I'm selling these drawings for a dollar. Her parents are making the match to help support the Australian wildlife. So amazing. Just shows you how it all adds up. And then a lot of people are actually then Venmoing the family extra money and extra donation to pay for the drawings. So super cute idea. Hope that helps you guys think of ways that you can help raise funds or help someone support someone who is. And the last way I want to 
highlight a way you can help out is to make sure that you take care of yourself. Self-care is so important when big things are happening in the world and we're big-hearted people who can take on um, a lot more than we need to. So remind yourself to, I just want to remind you to educate yourself, turn on the TV or the news or wherever you get your information briefly, and you know when enough is enough. You don't need to keep going back for more. You don't need to know every update by the minute. Space it out. Give yourself time to breathe. Get outside. Spend time in nature. That is huge. Go for a walk. I went for a walk today. It cleared my head. Made me not feel so overwhelmed and hopeless and just gives you perspective. And then when you do want to find out more, don't forget to pay attention to all the good stuff. I say finding hope in the headlines. So focus on those little stories that are out there that just make you smile as well and remind you of how many other people do care and of our humanity. For example, here's a couple I read. One was about 38th graders from Hillcrest Elementary School in Canada. Uh, And there, with the help of their teachers and their family and their community members, they knitted Joey pouches and sent them off for kangaroos. Right now, the Sydney Opera House is all lit up with images of firefighters to help in support um, of the fires and bring awareness. It is a beautiful photo and tribute to what is happening. Check that out. Um, And then things like that viral video, there's many more now about the woman who actually took the shirt off her back to wrap a koala who had been burned um, and was carrying the koala around. Those are the stories to also notice along with the devastation are the people um, coming together to help make a difference in any way that we can. So notice those, take care of yourself. I hope those were helpful to you guys. Those are the six ways I have on how you can help Australia right now that, like I said, some that I'm supporting, nobody's asked me to do any of these. I'm not getting kickback from anything. They're just what I've researched, who I help and trust and I want to share them with you so thank you so much as always for being here for your support for being who you are in the world for caring about others and for showing up we need you and your big heart now more than ever don't forget to check out the show notes with all the links and resources from everything I talked about and again I have to thank you to the people that have taken the time to write a review for my show. Like I said, spreading the word is so huge. You help me find more people that want to help people. So if you haven't done a review yet, I would be so grateful if you would just take, it literally can do it in a minute. I kid you not. All you do is go to where you listen to your podcast, click on my show, say see all episodes, and then you will see some stars. You click on the number of the stars you want to give a show. Hopefully it's five. That rates it. It submits it right away. It's just a boop. You hit the stars and it's done. Right underneath that, you can write a quick comment or two saying why you listen, maybe a takeaway, what you're excited about. can be a sentence, can be a paragraph, whatever you want to do. I'm going to start sharing some of these on the show um, with you guys as well. And just tell someone else why they might be interested in listening to the show to help me spread the word and build our community of people who care. Thank you so much, you guys. I hope you have a beautiful week. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. All right. I guess our power is back on if you hear that. (laughs) Coming back on, there's the truck out front. Talk to you next week. Big hugs. So much love. And thank you for helping me to help those being affected by the bushfires in Australia.